You know, each of today's scriptures offers a word of comfort and a word of challenge. The blessings and the woes of our choices. And as you can see on the bulletin cover, this week I was especially drawn to this image of the tree. Both Jeremiah and Psalm 1, they offer this timeless image of how our lives can be compared to a tree. So, uh, you know, some of you know that Thursdays is the days I use to, to write my sermon. And so this week I struggled on how to start. So me and Koopa, we went out for a walk. And right away, you know, my neighbor is, is outside and he's hammering in some of these spikes in the ground and it's, it's on that strip of land that's between our driveways. And my neighbor, he's actually the president of Pensacola State College, and he was still in his dress clothes. So I asked him, what are you doing? And he said, well, I'm putting these fertilizer darts into, um, you know, all around our tree, because you can see it's not doing well. So, and then he says, well, how are you doing? And I said, well, I got two sermons to write, and so far I got nothing. And so, out of the blue, this college professor, who is also somebody that owns a farm in Alabama, he points and says, consider the tree. Think about what it might teach us. And I was like, good Lord. You know, <laughs> is that confirmation or what that I was on the right track? Because the bulletin cover had already been printed. So, I mean, like, he had no idea that the scripture for this week would also be something that pointed to a tree as our teacher. So we're going with that. Notice how both of the ancient poets used the imagery of the tree to graphically illustrate the effects of having or not having a life-giving relationship with God. The tree, a, a durable life form, beautifully symbolizes the significance of seeking out and living a faithful life. Both of those Old Testament writers, they declare that the tree is happy or blessed because it's beside the streams of water. Psalm 1 explains this imagery really plainly, saying that humans flourish when we delight in God's way, in Torah, in the law, when we're so soaked and grounded and fed by Scripture, prayer, and seeking the Lord's face, a person of abiding faith in the unseen who lives with integrity. Poetically put, their delight is in the law of the Lord. by streams of water bearing fruit in due season with leaves that do not wither. Everything they do shall prosper. And all that sounds beautiful, but I wanted to see what I was missing. So after consulting with our own biology professor, Dr. Frank Gilliam, he pointed out that there are wisdom layers packed in this image, saying that a tree planted by streams of water is, first of all, a good location choice. 
to plant a tree near streams of water, living, active water. This allows the tree's roots to grow deep, finding good nourishment, becoming productive, beautiful, and truly alive. This image also indicates stability, and not just for the tree, but also for shoring up the embankment, even promoting the purity of the water reduced by the soil erosion. And ah, yes, Professor Frank also pointed out the importance of the leaves. I mean, we kind of know this, but it's the leaves of the tree that actually convert the sunlight, the energy, to anything that's usable. The watered tree produces leaves or solar panels that in turn convert the sun's energy to produce the fruit. So, not only does the tree itself benefit and grow by water and sunlight, but the tree then provides fruit and oxygen for others. A healthy tree is able to feed, host, and shelter countless of other species in this ecosystem that's all around it, especially now. I think especially now. We need this flourishing tree image planted in our soul, in our soil. I mean, with all the troubles at home and abroad, with all the certainties of the pandemic, pulled in every which way by the political polarization, at a time when Russia is about to potentially go in on an invasion, and everything sort of seems up for grabs, we might ask how we, as humans, can thrive in all those various dimensions of this tree planted by the water. And yet, with an ancient wisdom still relevant for today, Jeremiah and the psalmist have a ready answer, saying, first, there are things to avoid, like don't linger long with cynics and scoffers. It's hard to thrive when you hang out with folks who are always feeding you their negative energy. And secondly, watch out from those whom you take counsel from like people who cut corners at the expense of others, who don't care about the ethical community living, unwilling to share shelter and substance with the biosystem around them. These choices, these sins, block the flow of goodness and enoughness for everyone. Rather, the blessed life comes when we are nurtured by the source of life, by the waters of our baptism, taking delight in the Lord's way of loving God and caring for neighbor. Spiritually rooted people seek relationships with others that draw them towards their best selves. But who can also set boundaries from those who might pull them off course. Choosing to plant ourselves by streams of living waters keeps us rooted, stable, steady, fed, and mutually life-giving in season and out. As my neighbor declared, consider the tree. Are we flourishing or not?
You know, I think especially as we approach Lent, this is a good time to consider how our inner life is doing. Are we well situated near streams of water or not? If we are forever being tossed about by every news report or every opinion that's counter to ours, or if we keep finding our life in chaos, here we're being reminded of a source that will grow us and ground us. These ancient spiritual guides have artistically drawn word pictures of God's open invitation to intimacy with him, always wooing us, the stubborn one, back to him. Psalm 1 is the first psalm for good reason. Here is the oriented life, come what may. The image of a watered tree, deeply connected to the life source, is intended for our lifelong meditation. We're supposed to think about this picture, this picture, for the rest of our lives and see how we are there or not. The image of a watered tree, this is, um, this is something that can nurture us. And so I want to close with Kim Hill's musical version of Psalm 1. And I'm hoping that, that her word pictures that she's taking out of Scripture, that they might just soak you and that you would receive this refreshment that only God can give. And so for the next few minutes or so, and hopefully for our lifelong, we might consider what is it that brings us delight what is that?